All right. Well, we got Ron Travis from Pistol Drop Gypsy. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. He's back. I'm back. He's back. Who, who's, who are you trying to get sued by these days? Oh, here's my drummer, Boombox. Yeah. Hey, Boombox. I heard a lot about this guy. I haven't had any, any law. Courtney Love has yet to bite on any lawsuits. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are we hey, doing? How are you? Got a couple stage beers. Ready to stage go? Beer. Stage beers. Stage beers. That's how it's done. We were talking to some of the people who listen to the podcast, and they were actually saying one of the famous, uh, one of their favorite moments of the show is listening to you talk about how you want to get sued by everybody. Well, I thought it'd bring some media attention to me, but yeah, you're, <laughs> she didn't bite on it. You're, you're a celebrity on, yeah. on, the, on the studio. Like Ronnie Shogun. <laughs> So you guys, so there's a panel currently going on, and you guys yep. are going to go on, and you're going to play after that. Yep. Uh, acoustic yeah. set. Acoustic. I was going to say half acoustic. hour or so, I guess. Oh, that's very cool. Finish so off the night, then uh, we got some other bands coming out tonight. I know Weld Square is going to be playing later on tonight. So. Sweet. So you guys are working on acoustic stuff or, or what? We haven't. Not that we were working on working it, on but it's our fallback. Yeah. So we'll, say it's back pocket take, stuff. Yeah, we take our songs pretty much and you know, switch them, them around. And, oh, that's awesome. Especially when we're too tired to carry the heavy stuff. <laughs> I got to get you and uh, Jeff in the studio to do the acoustic track. Yeah, we gotta get that. Uh, we gotta get that recorded. Get that set yes. up pretty soon. So I know this isn't your guys' first midday social. Playing, um, playing first time. Oh, this is the first time playing. Yeah. It. Oh, oh yeah, we've been to all the other ones. Uh, first time playing. Oh, awesome. So, so compare, in contrast, this midday social to some that have happened in the past. Uh, it's get it's more and more people every time. Oh yeah, there's definitely more people here tonight. It gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, every time. I think it's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger too. I think every time. So. Yeah, hopefully. It is, you know, Providence. I see people here I played out with 20 years ago. So yeah. somebody, somebody's cool doing something too. right, you know. Yeah, yeah, you see said, so many musicians you, have, you haven't seen in years or, like, recent musicians and everything. So it's, it's pretty cool. That's yeah, excellent. Definitely cool. I'm glad there's an avenue for, for this. You know, I mean, I, I say that a lot, but it's just really cool yeah, that, that this is even an option for people. Yeah. Plus yeah. all ages. I believe it's all ages. I believe too, so. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's good, man. Some even young for, like people. the young kids coming out. I mean, any local band who wouldn't come take advantage of this is, you know, missing out on on, the, on helping themselves. Yeah, really. I try to I try to tell as many real. people as possible to just come and it's that cool. Even if you just come and have a couple of beers and, and just, just hang listen out. the first yeah. time, but uh, yeah. you know. But you know, it's definitely worth the. It's definitely, definitely is worth to be in a band and come to this. It's definitely worth the effort. You know, no, no even, doubt about yeah, it. Even if you weren't in a band, it's cool to come over oh, and yeah. gain some knowledge yeah. and see what's going on around. No, here, we're not you know? a band. Well, we are, but we are. Yeah. We're not here as a band, but yeah, we're just here. We're here. We're here to spread the word. You know, of everybody who's here. Let them come on and, and say a little bit about what they're working on. So, uh, so Stevie Boombots, you're, you're, you haven't been on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> tell no, tell us a little bit about Ron's yourself. Ron's a veteran. Ron's a veteran. Uh, veteran. He's got, right. yeah, he's party got, love on my side. Stevie <laughs> Boombots. Uh, and Janelle. <laughs> been playing drums with Pistol Shot for about six years now. Uh, done a lot of great things with these guys. Shared some of our biggest moments on stage with all these guys and many more to come. Yep. Changed plenty of flat tires. <laughs> done all that. Breakdowns. Now, who's usually in charge of changing the tire? Uh, is it Jeff? Jeff? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff? I was going to say, it sounds like it's a Jeff thing. You know, I'm actually a motorcycle mechanic, so I can work on shit, but Jeff's such a beast. And, you, and usually everything we're in is usually his, so it's like... He's, He'll he's know fixed, how to fix it. Yeah, he's yep. like a, he fixes it like in two minutes. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Seems like a talented guy. Yeah. So. We, we can go to the moon with Jeff. <laughs> and get back. For real. You guys going to be the first to play on the moon? We could be. I was going to say, it's your next but gig. Is that what it is? Or something? We're going we to break down on the way there. We're going to break It's going to be like Apollo 13. Yeah. And Jeff's going to show be making like a, Just to show people we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like everything else is being. Hey, Ron, put on that space suit. I need you to tighten the bolt out <laughs> We're going there. going for a moonwalk. Our yeah. engine went out. Jeff, we need some help here. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to go over with the drum set and stuff, getting ready to hit Oh, yeah. You got to go help and do some stuff. That's great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming by. Bye, man. Any time. See you, man. See you again, public. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Actually, before you go, do you want us to play a song? Yeah, dedicated to Janelle from Teen Mom. All right, what song? <laughs> <laughs> what song? Highway to Hell. <laughs> I don't think we can play that. We don't have the. Oh, that's sorry. Okay. My yeah, song? Yeah, well, I want us to start off your album. <laughs> Just pick one. I got your album. Oh, my new one, uh, God's Own Hand. All right. Because she's going to need him. <laughs> All right. It's God's own hand. What was it called? God's own hand. God's own hand. Jesus. Thank you. Right, thanks, guys. Thanks.
So who do we have here? We have Ingrid Chavez and... Uh, my name's Marco. And Ingrid we're, Marco. Yeah, we're Black Eskimo. Black Eskimo. Tell us a little bit about what Black Eskimo is. Well, um, Marco makes the beats and um, the, the music, and I put spoken word and uh, singing over the top of his beats. And Excellent. And it's kind of a trip poppy sort of electro soul sort of thing. I think I definitely have listened to this before because I, I like trip hop stuff. <laughs> oh, so nice. I probably stumbled across it at some point. Yeah. Fantastic. And it's, it's just, just, just you two? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what? Are you on SoundCloud? Uh, we're on yeah. SoundCloud. I've, I've listened to you on SoundCloud nice. and I liked what I heard. Good, because I like what I hear too. Yeah. So how long have you guys been, uh, been doing this? Uh, four years it took to make this record. Four years. I know. It's crazy, That's- right? And are you out of Providence? Uh, no, we live in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's a bit of a trek. Yeah. Well, Marco's out of Chicago, so... Oh, oh even wow. a further trek for you. I know, man. I drove here straight. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. Straight uh. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. So what brings yeah. you to the Midday Social? Well, we um, did the... Um, the New England Music Awards, we were up for um, Best Artist out of um, New Hampshire. And so we did a show for the showcase on Friday before the awards, and we met Mark. And Mark was like, yo, you guys are awesome. And we were like, thank you, you're awesome too. And he said, come to the Midday Social. And we're like, here we are. Sounds like Mark. <laughs> and how did you two kind of cross paths? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it was really interesting. Um, I studied school in Florida, um, and then afterwards headed over to California with a buddy of ours. Um, Engineering school. Right. Like, Where'd so, you go to Florida? Uh, I don't want to discuss that now. Full sail. <laughs> That's where we went. That's where we went. Oh, yeah. We're full <laughs> sail kids, and we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I just figured, like, you know, like, I, I learned more doing shit myself. Yeah, than what, what year did you graduate? Because you look familiar. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur. It's all a big blur. You know, I went there and then like I, I discovered a I discovered the world, man, you know, and I discovered yeah. other people who actually love to make music too. So I mean it yep. was um, like Ingrid for example. Um, anyways, um, you know, I left California, you know, after like a year and a half of living in Sacramento, just working on music, you know, learning how to mix better, learning about plugins, discovering new things. Yep. Um, on my way home to Chicago, you know, maybe like Two months later, he calls me saying, my friend, saying that uh, they were going to do a fashion show of some sort and that this woman, Inger Chavez, was going to be there. Um, they got together, they started writing songs, and it happened to be some of the music that I produced originally. We lost contact. Um, then, like, I don't know, three years later, got in touch again and started writing music. It took four years, but I mean, like, we wrote the record in, what, like, six weeks? 
So. Yeah, we were like um, sharing files. He was in Chicago and I was here. And oh, very cool. So we were like passing files back and forth, and we wrote this record in about six weeks. But then he came out, and we decided to like produce it for real and redo everything. And then we lost it. For eight months, we were like devastated. We lost it to a hard drive um, oh, crash. No, I hate. I know, technical I know. malfunction it's, that's it's, happened to me before I know I wiped out so, my whole audio drive once. I know and that's what happened to him but then he went home for to, to Chicago for Christmas and like he found it all on his um, the drive at home and like we're back in business yeah redundancy and hard drives I know but then we like reproduced everything and now it's a different record altogether because in that time he switched over from um, like PCs to Macintosh and that oh, yeah. changed everything and like that's tough <laughs> that that's a tough change from PC to Mac. I'm a PC guy. He's working on a Mac right now. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a PC guy. I just I have uh, this. I, I'm not doubting PC. I, <laughs> I love PCs. I love I love um, the ability to actually interchange sort of components. You know what I yeah. mean? And make a computer the flexibility your own. of the CPU. But uh, it I mean, it, it is easy to destroy a PC. Oh, very. Yeah. So. <laughs> very easy. Well, that's why I bring this because it's stable. Yeah. I know. I know, so, gonna, I know it's gonna run throughout the. the so Marco show. has a totally different background than me musically, and that's what creates the sound that we have. It's like my background is like um, like Morchiba, Massive Attack, um, Portishead, oh, I love Sneaker Pimps, yeah. um, Diggable Planets, and he's he, his background is Diggable Planets. That's probably the crossing of our. But then he's into mo like. Who are you into? What were your influences like? I'm into this crew called Black Eskimo out of New Hampshire. <laughs> shit. I, I hear those rock. guys rule. <laughs> we rule. Might be the number one rock band. Yo, well, people, no, no, no. Already claimed. Already claimed. People don't know what to do with us because we're not like, I mean, we're, we're in New Hampshire and not only New Hampshire, but like it's cool to be down here in Rhode Island where it seems like there's a, a more diverse like um, musical scene, but where we're at, it's sort of a dub. Um, folky rock thing and so we're kind yeah. of like hence the name Black Eskimo it's like <laughs> two people who are totally displaced out in the snowy landscape who basically wear black all the time and we're just like breaking the silence of the snow with some heavy beats and bass and some spoken word and boom Black Eskimo awesome you guys play out we're just starting yeah I start to play out around uh in New Hampshire more, or Boston, or, or where are you guys playing out? Well, we just played several shows. I mean, a majority of the shows in ratio, I mean, we played more house parties, you know, for ourselves. Oh, fuck yeah. We brought our friends over, you know, we, in our barn, in our back room. That's um, excellent. You know, we love house parties. parties but, uh, That's so much fun. I mean, we played Worcester, we played in Portsmouth, you know, in our we local pub Lowell. in Harlow. We played Lowell, we played for the NEMA pre-party. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. So, like, Mitch at 182 Productions, he just, like, threw us in the mix, and we were like, yo, thank you, because, like, we were... Oh, that's us. Oh, yeah. That's you, that's you that's playing in the back? You guys, yeah. getting pu you guys getting pumped? Yeah. Oh, pumped over the no, last... No, Black Eskimo on the speakers. That's us. <laughs> well, if you... Uh, so, right now, we can cut to one of your tracks. If you want to tee up one of your tracks off this album, we can cut to that and play it right in the show. Cool. That's fine. What are they playing? They're playing... Uh, they're playing My Love of 45. My Love's a 45. Yeah, My Love's a 45. All right, you, you want us to play that one? That's right, that sounds good. All right, well, here is Black Eskimo with My Love's a 45. Stay alive, you 
Hi, Fallon! Hey, Fallon's, oh Fallon's on. Fallon, welcome back. You welcome actually back. came out to see us? I did. That is the sole reason I am here. You guys don't know that from your prime real estate in the back of the room? <laughs> in the corner next to the bar that no one's using. This is yes. actually like the, the best part. I actually Cause, think so, too. Because we're not out with all the all, all these people, you know? We're, we, we got our own little thing going on here. And here's John Loretti. We're differentiated. Have a seat, John. No, you, you can stay. You can stay, Fallon. John, what's going on? I don't want to talk to these fucking... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, man, I got my headphones on. Fallon, this is John Laurenti. Hi. Hi, John. Fallon. Hi, Fallon. Nice to meet you. You All too. Right. Great. What's going on, guys? Oh, not uh, much. Not I much. was listening to you on the radio the other night. Really? I forgot what you played, but it was uh, good. I play, I play a lot of good stuff. <laughs> I know you do. I imagine. How you guys been? Pretty oh, good. You know, Pretty yeah. good, man. Just Keep living the up. dream. Yeah. That's cool. How's the midday social been? Uh, this has been great. A lot of, uh, lot of new faces. Yeah, that's yeah, what we've definitely. been hearing. A uh, very diverse crowd. You know, uh, some rap artists that I haven't seen or heard before. Awesome. A lot of young kids, which is great. So I'm glad that Davey and Mark are getting the word out. Yeah. Fantastic. That's excellent. Now, I understand there was a panel. Yes. And you were moderating that I panel? Was, I was moderating the panel. It was uh, myself, Ashley Goldberg, who does AAG Booking, Chris Conti from the Boston Phoenix, and Richard Bouchard, who uh, books a bunch of clubs up in Boston, TT the Bears, St. Clair, Royal, and... Uh, they had some pretty good advice. You know, I mean, I, I, Chris Conti, I thought, was probably more interesting. Not more interesting, but it had more information of what he's looking for to get in his column in the Phoenix. And it's important to get those songs out there, but don't give them 15. Fallon actually just wrote an article for the Phoenix. Really? On, on what? 
but on it was for their Valentine's Day issue. It was about the horrors of online dating. And there's a lot of that going on now. <laughs> I think I think more with the older crowd. Is it like do the young people? The young people. Listen to me, no. <laughs> because I'm a thousand years old. Uh, do the young people do the online dating, or is it more the 35 plus crowd? You know, I actually met my fiance online. Really? Which is. You know, but I've started. That's totally to, okay. I've started not being embarrassed because, like you said, the wider population is now so accepting. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look at the statistics, that it is um, like 40s, 50s, or people who are now dating later in life and don't want to go in bars and clubs. Right. New what, way to do things. What site did you meet your husband on? OK Cupid. I haven't heard of that one. Uh, really? I'm married. I don't. I don't need to. <laughs> I would say I, it's pretty relevant. Although I did read that uh, for women. Do not put the plural of cat on your on your on your bio, and no selfies from dudes. And I'm like, well, who the hell's gonna take the picture? <laughs> His like, girlfriend. Like chick selfies are okay, but dudes, no, don't do that. Like have you have your buddies, you know, take a picture. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> hey, see bro, a guy doing duck lips. Yeah. You know? <laughs> how, how, how have you? Uh, who have you had on? Uh, today, like uh, for the midday no, social, three weeks ago. Today, three weeks yeah. ago. Well, three weeks ago, I think it was just Brownie Band. Uh, so so far, we've had Bulgarity on, uh, Aaron Wilson, Kyle Murphy of the uh, Daybreakers Band. Okay. Uh, subject to change. Uh, a lot of people from Attleboro have actually been on, which is where we're from. Yes, I know. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, so it was actually really cool because last time we were here, uh, I don't think I met anyone from Attleboro, and now I've met like maybe four different projects coming out of there. Wow, like, yeah, I met uh, I met a kid from Foxborough, I met a, uh, a band called the Quins out of Bridgewater, and they had a really interesting story. They went to Ohio to record an, uh, a song, I think, and I said, where are you guys from? And they said, Bridgewater, and I said, you couldn't afford any studios up here, but th- the story was, a label came to them and fronted 60%. Oh, Whoa, well, to, oh go down Ohio, to go down to Ohio to do it, and I'm like, oh, shit, take advantage of that. <laughs> well, then, yeah, that makes I mean, perfect sense. If it's a label, do it. I, it's probably not a big label, obviously, but 60%, 60% of, of your recording. Try it, see if it works. If not, there's a ton of great studios around here, but you get to go on the road, you take that trip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot goes on mentally during those those times in your life when you're when you're tripping it, out for it, it these. Gets, it gets you pumped up. Yeah, you know? sure. Up. Well, that's what, new. It's new scenery. That's what Mark and Davey had said when they go down to like when they went down to Delaware and did yeah. like a conference similar to this. And it's good to get out and spread your wings a little bit. And you're not, on a pilgrimage. Yeah, you know, yeah. you want to stay cloistered in your own area. I mean, it's not. You could have done that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but now you know the big thing was. You go from Boston to New York, and now you can take a road trip and do the Northeast, go down Southeast, whatever you want to do. So, it's cool. What have you guys been listening to? What's going on? Um, actually, last time I was on, I believe I talked about Les Claypool very briefly. Yes. Uh, he's got a new album out with, um, uh, I forget the guy's name, guitarist from... Uh, some band I can't remember, but they've that, been that guy cool. from that band that plays with Les Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, he rules. By the way, <laughs> they're in a they're in a duo called Duo De Twang, and they really? basically deconstruct uh, like cover songs and some some old Primus songs. They basically took Man in the Box and made it into like a, a southern like Bayou like, song. Yeah, but so they have like obviously the That's strong cool. bass. They've got like a really twangy guitar and just like a stop box like beat, wow. and they they really simplify these songs. And, and Les Claypool really tears him up, man. Like, I'm just such a fan of his, and I think Duo the Twang, I've listened to it a couple times. They do a really cool cover of Staying Alive. Yeah. Awesome. Really? really cool, man. I gotta check that out. Duo the Twang. Yeah. Check that one out. That is that is very cool. Uh, it's on Spotify. Okay. Uh, so, iTunes. So, John, what have you been up to? I know you're still doing WZLX, but what else? I, I, you've been uh, kind of all over, the, all over the place. place. Uh, still playing, filling in at Light Rock 105 down here in Providence. I've uh, been working on a Worcester at WXLO, which is 104.5. Playing a lot of Katy Perry and Pink, but, you know, <laughs> man, a man's going to do what a man's going to do. <laughs> and, uh, Understood. you got to pay the bills, man. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, it, I, lo- I love doing radio. I love, being, I love having the opportunity to do it and, and still do it in the 21st century, but... Uh, you know, I, li- I still listen. I just picked up the new Beck. I think that's really good. Oh, it's, it's, is it good? It's a lot of people say it's like sea change, only it's a little bit happier. Okay. Uh, very acoustic driven, but uh, I'm digging that. I really like uh, I like the Nora Jones, Billy Joe, 
Armstrong Everly Brothers album that they did. They did a covers album. Oh, interesting. I didn't hear that. That's they did it. Very it was released just before Phil died or Don, whichever one died. Uh, and what I like about it is Nora Jones has no range, <laughs> but these songs are perfect for her range. Yeah. And, and Billy Joe is, is great. And they do a full, it's a, an exact replica of the album that they did. So it's, that's, oh, been that's very, very cool. cool. And I bought a lot of the, bought, well, not a lot, but I bought some of the Beatle reissues because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I, I already have them in every other format, so yeah, I need them again. Hey, why not? Why not go that extra mile? <laughs> I mean, you need to finish it up. You know, I love a good cover album or a good cover song. You know, I, I know some people... If they're done right, I mean, sure. I, I just I just downloaded, uh, God, I, I forget the name of the girl, but there's been a cover of In the Air tonight that they've been using in a, either a TV commercial yeah. or a TV show or a movie, and I downloaded it. It's good. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I have a question for you. Now, Now Fallon brought this this up when she was on the show. She said she was talking about, um, wow, Axl Rose, Guns N' Roses, oh, and, no. how, and how Chinese, demo- Chinese democracy was ahead of its time. This is How a you, Are you on crack? <laughs> oh! I have... I'm an Axl Rose apologist. Why? I, I have, He's a douche! I have blinders on. Have you I, met him? Have you met him? No, I haven't. I've met Slash, Gilby, Duff. That's about it. But Axl, I, I have... I have no respect for an artist who makes his fans wait as long as he does and doesn't have the real band there. The reason I say he's a douche is there is a, there's somebody that's in his band. I forget who it is. I think it's the new... Not Bum, it's, a, it's not Bumblefoot. I think it's one of the other guitarists. Oh, um, and there was a band he was going to go on the road with, and they were going to do the tour that Buddy Holly didn't finish. Oh, they were wow. going to play those states. And Axel purposely said, we're going into rehearsals those two weeks, and he never fucking showed up. So he took have, money out I of his. I have heard this story. He took money out of his guitarist's mouth because he didn't want to share. Well, you know what? Guys, get guys got to eat. Let him have his fun. You know. I think that Tommy Stimson must have this saint-like patience because he's now been with Axel for like twelve years or something. I can't believe something like that. Yeah. He must just have a totally do- or just be the most easygoing guy. I can't imagine. Because there was someone I just read an interview with recently that waited a long time to release an album, and they said, you know, is it, you know, is it? It was something. It was in regards to Chinese democracy, and it's like I don't even want to go there. <laughs> and it, the money that they spent, like it's, it's. My friends that are the biggest Guns N' Roses fans, they don't like that. Like I almost bought the record, and I, I just can't bring myself to it. Can you imagine being an engineer or someone who is getting paid every day to go to work for years thinking this guy might show up to do Chinese democracy? <laughs> well, you're getting and paid, so who cares? Yeah. You know? I mean, Start going stir-crazy. I, I still think that Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 great albums, but my favorite. it was too much at once, and I think if you had taken the best of both, it would have been more successful than Appetite for Destruction, hands down. It's just too, too much music to digest. And if it works, then you release the... Because like, I love Coma. I love that I song. I love Coma. That's what I said on their show. I actually prefer the user illusions to Appetite. But I know what you mean. If you could pare down the fat on those two, you would have had an amazing album. Because You Could Be Mine was supposed to be on Appetite, and they felt it wasn't good enough to be on Appetite. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Appetite is a great debut album from any band. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think there was somebody was saying that it was the number one debut album from any band. Or it was uh, it's number. It's, well, from rock, I think it's number two. Yeah. Because Boston, Boston's like it's 17, 18 million. Hooting wow. the, the Blowfish beat that originally, but they keep selling albums. And then I think Appetite's number. I think in the rock realm, it's number two. There's nothing to sneeze at. Not at all. You know, I mean, those songs are getting played in every arena. Oh yeah, every. Football stadium. I was gonna say, welcome to the jungles. They play every Patriots game, every fucking game. You know, so, I'm I mean, sexy and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys broadcasting live? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Let's get naked. <laughs> we already are. <laughs> you just can't see us. Well, that's the risk of doing this uh, in a live venue. Has that been happening to you guys tonight? Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's just, the first time that's ever happened, actually, to that level. 
He probably came behind the bar looking for the men's room and stumbled upon it. <laughs> and then he found it. <laughs> and he found it. <laughs> so what have you what have you been doing to keep yourself sane during these uh, these cold this cold winter? Looking for work. Yeah. You know, I'm online all the time and trying to get out. I mean, we've gotten so much snow. Like, I'm not going to see my, my lawn until, like, May. There's <laughs> so much snow piled up. But uh, it's getting up early in the morning. I've been getting up at 3.30 this, all this week. That and sucks. driving to Worcester, which isn't bad. I mean, it's the same length from my house to Providence. Yeah. But there's nothing more discouraging when you leave your house and it's 11 degrees and as you drive farther west or further west it goes to 7 uh, and then stays there <laughs> and your car has to warm up just a little bit longer uh, worst news ever so I, I mean you know I've been getting through it you know just once football season ended it's like now what am I going to do <laughs> yeah what, what are Sundays for again I don't yeah, know oh I have a family look at that <laughs> hey kids <laughs> <laughs> want to go skiing yeah right uh, what have you been up to in the interim of uh, you being on the show and now? Well, I went to the place you do not want to go in February. I had to go out to Chicago for work. Oh, for- it's been brutally cold out there. It's, oh, it's been horrible. I, I got there the day before that snowstorm last week that came here. I was yep. rolling the suitcase through the snow, feeling very sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that like happen. that mid, that wind coming down from Canada to make you feel like <laughs> really like your spirit is being crushed. And the lake is frozen, is it not? It is. I've been seeing that in the pictures. I, I did not dare go too close to the lake. But oh, you should have gone down there and just give the middle finger. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really tell us of the cold. But so I guess that's what I've been doing. I've been going into the belly of the beast. It can't be worse here than it is in Chicago. It kind of gives you some perspective. Well, that, yeah, I, was, I would imagine that now it's much more tolerable than being in Chicago. <laughs> sure. The, yeah. uh, the problems there. Yeah. Now, how's that wind chill in Chicago? Oh my gosh. You know, here's what I'll say about it. You know, I would say it's actually comparable to Boston. And, you know, when I was living in Chicago and hearing them all complain about the weather all the time, I thought, you know, we've got this too in New England. We just don't complain about it as much. Well, if you go if you go to downtown, like in the financial district, you get the That's wind blowing between oh, yeah. the buildings. Through the buildings. Oh, walk, by the, walk by the Hancock. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just at the Prudential yesterday uh, or two days ago, and it was. You didn't come visit me, you son of a bitch. I was in and You're out for so work. So selfish. I was in and out for work, man. Very time restricted. I didn't drive. You know how that goes. So the speaking of the crew, so the ZLX broadcast tower is at the top of the crew. Yeah, as a matter of fact, a uh, few weeks Sorry, ago. Sorry, I'm getting techie now. No, but no, a, few no, no. Weeks, a few weeks ago during the frozen whatever they did at Fenway. Uh, I think it was the BCBU game or the BC North or the BU yeah. Northeastern game. It was light, it was raining and lightning like in, in early January. And all of a sudden, like we have a there's a device that tracks the ratings. And that light started blinking. And I'm going, what the hell happened? And it's like carrier failure and all this other stuff. And I look over at our block of equipment. And there's an alarm going off from the tower at the crew. So I hit an acknowledge button that I've hit all the time to, like, it'll either reset it or we'll go to auxiliary. The engineer that I never hear from calls me on the hotline and he's like, what's going on? I said, we've been off the air for, like, 20 minutes. But the auxiliary did kick in. And so he's asking me all these questions. And I said, everything's fine. And then he said, is number seven or whatever, is that light out? I said yes, and he goes, that's bad. (laughs) And I go, how bad? He said, every station in Boston could be off right now. That that antenna took a direct hit. Wow. And I mean, I've seen it take direct hits in the past. I've seen I've seen it, because I work right in Kendall Square, and, uh, you know, I, I can see right over to the river, and I've seen that thing get hit by lightning several this times. Was like a, this was like a really hard direct hit, and ZLX, BOS, Magic, I think Jammin', they all clicked off, but they went to auxiliary right away, and I don't think we did. Oh, shit. And then they, and then they had to, like, reset it and fix it, but I was, like, blown away. So, yeah, there's, uh, I think, I think there's... Six, six or eight stations on that tower. Okay. Like my my bucket list is I'm friends with one of the engineers, a, a very good friend of mine's an engineer for many stations, and I said 
in the summertime, I want to go to the roof outside. Yeah, let me know when you do that. I want to do that, too. Because there's a great picture of the whole staff of WBCN back in the day. Like when Matt Siegel worked at WBCN. They're on the roof of the, like, on the roof, leaning on the side, like the bar. Uh, uh, the only thing <laughs> that scares me, just made me anxious. <laughs> the only thing that scares me is I think my balls are going to be glowing for like the next two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, Fallon, you had to hear that. But okay. There's a lot of radiation up there. <laughs> All right. Um, is, that, is, that a, is that a wrap on? I, I, I guess. Are, are we, I think we have some, we have... Mark coming by from Satellites Fallen a little bit. He's the best dressed person here right now. He is sharp as anybody I've ever seen. Totally dapper, I've been noticing. You noticed? Yeah. I asked him, I said, you have to go to court today or just work clothes? Wow, this is fancy pants. I know, huh? I I still, is that invitation still open to do Burger Talk? Burger Talk? Yeah, absolutely. I want to come back down next time. We're going to do Burger Talk? Not right now. Well, I mean, like, we're going to do an episode about burgers? Yeah. That's amazing. I would love the burger to be the subject matter because I I think I filled you in. I have a thing called Burger Saturday. We've got John Lorenzi on the show this week. We're going to be talking about burgers. Have you you been to Island Creek Oyster yet in Kenmore Square? No. What the hell is that? It's well, yeah, right, in, right in Kenmore Square, down from Hotel Tomahawk. Oh shit! I'll have to go there. They have a they have a uh, oyster burger, dude. But it's a hamburger with a fried oyster on top. It is the best. That and uh, oh no, not I'm sorry. They have oyster sliders. Neptune Oyster in the North End has the oyster burger, ah. and it's the greasiest, most delicious. Hamburger with a fried... God damn it, John. I'm trying to diet. With a fried oyster. No, the fried oyster, and it's so good. And right now, there's like so many great burger joints. Uh, I, like, I haven't been to Craigie on Main, and my cousin keeps telling me yes. that's the best burger he's ever had. Yeah, that, I remember that when you, you were telling me that you haven't gone there, but so, I heard that's the best burger. I would love to have an entire episode where we each share our favorite burger joints. I would, I would love do to it. do that. There's a, there was a, I got a quick story. I don't want to mention it because I don't want you guys to get sued, but there's a local <laughs> uh, burger franchise... And this guy ordered his burger, and they didn't give him, and they didn't give him his fries. He ordered fries with it. So he was very nice, and he sent an email to corporate and said, "Look, I love your place, and you know it's clean and food's great. I just didn't get my fries." So they gave him a gift certificate to get a free bag of fries the next time he goes. He orders a lot online, so gift certificates don't work online. The person in corporate started calling him a douche and a pain in the ass. Oh, but she replied all, so he saw everything. Oh, oh my god! My god. <laughs> That's brand so destruction. We, we did a we did a topic on have you ever hit reply all, and the responses we got were fantastic. That. So, but definitely, I'd love to come back. I had a lot of fun the first time, and uh, I should have come back before the Patriots went to play the Broncos because the Red Sox won the World Series the last I, night I was on. I know. Aww. So right. they, could have, they could have beaten the you, Broncos. You were I'm on, just saying. You were on your way to watch that game. I yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, thanks a lot, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on, John. I, I'm, I'm holding you to that burger episode. I definitely. I'm Fallon, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, John. Take care, guys. Thank you very thank much. You. Fallon, what's your view on burgers? Burgers are. She likes it. We went to the first time I met you. I think we went to Harry's. We did. Burgers are their own food group. There is nothing more important in the world than a good burger. I, the, you know, the only reason I was excited to go to Chicago in February was because my favorite burger in the world resides in Chicago. I have yet to find my favorite burger here, so I'll, I'll listen to your show and oh, find out. This is important prepared. information. No, burgers are very important. Well, and I Harry's is great. I like Harry's a lot. It is great. Now, that's a very distinct burger. It's, the, you know, it's yeah. a slider. Mo- it's I mean, a slider. it's slider. Sliders are burgers. All sliders are burgers, right? But not all burgers are sliders. We're going to make this a burger. Episode. Just like all, all, all uh, jackets are coats, not all coats are jackets. <laughs> It is true. <laughs> Jimmy, what are you doing? I'm trying to figure out who's coming up. How about we have Mark coming up soon? Mark and... I don't know. Do, do you want me to go? No, whatever, whatever you want to do. You can hang. You can yeah, hang out. Hang it We up. like you, Fallon. Oh, thank you. I did enjoy it. You know, this is a much different ambiance than we were last time. I mean... A little different. A little le- a little less claustrophobic. Yeah, I can move the elbows, yeah. throw bones a little. I can stand up here, which is a little different. Now, 
on a scale of one to ten, how hungry are you and Jimmy right now? I'm so fucking About hungry. Nine. We didn't eat anything before we came Eight here. I had two bananas and a couple pieces of popcorn. Oh my god. I had a clementine at Jimmy's house. Oh, this is depressing. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are talking about burgers. I'm like, yeah, I, know. I had a clementine an hour ago. I, I could see it on your faces as we were talking about the burgers. Yeah. That there I, was something deeper going on. When I covered my face, that was when I knew I was starting. All right, I guess we have the sweet release coming up next. Oh, when I have Mark coming up. All right. I think that Mark. Well, All right, Bound. I'm going to say goodbye. Thank Thanks you. for having me on. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming, coming by again. Always appreciate it. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Tom, you are Austin. Yep, I'm Austin. The sweet release. Sweet release. The sweet release. Hey, how's it going, Jim? It's nice to meet you. So you're Austin. What was your name? James. James. Jim and Jim. Yeah. James, Jim and Jim. Jim, Tom, and Austin. Yeah. Jimmy James Woo! for the All right. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's the uh, what's the swear content kind of thing? You can say fuck. You can say shit. You can say fuck. What about the cunt? Yeah, I was gonna say you can say the c word. Ah, Yeah. Good thing about that is on our CD. Actually, do we have one on us? Where's Mike? I sure hope so. We'll grab one. We'll grab one. But yeah, we say a lot of swears. Except we do keep it kind of you know rock and roll at the same time. Yeah, totally like tasteful. Keep it G-rated. Yeah, yeah, G-rated. Yeah, G-rated swears. Yeah, 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 like fucker. Yeah, like, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, All right. So, who so. is the sweet, sweet release? Um, you know, it was it was a long time. It was like probably four years ago. Me and the rhythm guitar player Michael started it, and then we found John Clifford, the lead guitar player. And then a few years later, Corey came along, and then shortly after, James came along. Yep. So wow! So there's a lot of members of the Sweet Release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's five, five, so five. So what, what's all of your contributions? Um, I'm the vocalist. I play bass guitar. This guy over here, chilling over here. That's Corey. He plays drums, and that's Johnny plays lead. Mike is somewhere to be found. He plays a mean plays rhythm. rhythm. Yeah, nice, very nice. It's really yeah. like hard, groovy music. You know? Yeah, dude. you bash your head along the dance the whole time too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, so are you guys based out of Providence? Um, Attleboro, North Attleboro, kind of. Yeah. We play a lot We're of Providence. We're Attleboro people. We're Attleboro. Yeah. Woo! Nice. Well, Borough we're born. Borough but born. North, well, I am, but North kind of sucks. So, so you guys are like <laughs> richer and cooler than we are. Yeah, just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not at all. North sucks dick. I hate North. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm actually really, really happy to hear you guys are from that area. Yeah. like I was saying, yeah, we... we uh, we had a lot of people on the show this time around because this is the second time we've done this. Yeah. From Attleboro, North Attleboro oh, area. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. Last time, none. Oh, really? Jesus. This time, like five or six. Did you guys talk to pals? Mark. from the same area. How's it going, friend? You want to say something real quick? Hello, everybody in podcast land. <laughs> I see you got the Black Eskimo CD here. Yeah, yeah Black Eskimo's cool. So, um, Black Eskimo's cool. They were, they were nominated for Best in New Hampshire at the New England Music Awards. And we met them, and it's funny, because I, I, um, when we walked into, they did a pre-party show that, that the band that were associated with Satellites Fall. Um, this is Mark with Midday Records, by the way. Hey, how's um, it going? I love the suit, Mark. This is the Thank you. Release. Classiest dude here. I, I, Classiest dude here. I'm the best dressed podcaster ever. No <laughs> doubt about it. Super sharp. I don't know. Tom and I were talking about how next time we're going to have a velvet rope and we're going to wear tuxes. velvet rope around here? Yeah, we're going to wear tuxes. <laughs> It is exclusive. You guys yeah. get this exclusivity thing. I didn't even get to talk to you last time we did this. I, I didn't even meet you last time at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I met these guys, Black Eskimo, at the um, New England Music Awards. We, we they they were playing when we were loading in, and I remember walking by and be like, "Wow, they're good." Just talking to some people. Then, then ten minutes later, I'm like, "Wow, they're really good." Yeah. And they got this like, if you haven't had a chance to listen, please check out Black Eskimo. They, I actually, are, I, I, I accidentally stumbled across them on SoundCloud, and I was telling them, I was like, I was like, I'm, I think I've heard you guys before. I, it's funny, the music's so loud here. I don't know if the headphones. You have on, no idea really what I'm saying. I can't rehear what you're saying, but well, you stumbled across them is what, was what I took. Um, but these guys, so their lead singer Ingrid. She actually wrote Justify My Love for Madonna. Really? Not kidding. She was hanging out with Lenny Kravitz. Why the hell didn't she talk about that one? <laughs> no, but you know why she didn't talk about it? She was here and she talked to you guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't talk about it because she's the most modest person ever. Ah. She also did a spoken word album with Prince. Didn't hear about that Shit. either, did you? Oh, what the she's fuck? also she's very, very, very attractive. Awesome. <laughs> and this music, I'm actually I'm not kidding, this CD has been in my CD player for, for a week straight. It has not come out. 
it's it's really good. It's very trip hop. It's very mid '90s, late '90s. Portishead, Massive Attack. Like it's, it's great music to make movie to. Yeah, I said make. Can I say make whoopee on a podcast? You can yeah, you, you can, We learned you can say cunt, so you can say. <laughs> oh, we get the explicit sign, so you can say whoopee all you like. And yeah. don't forget about the sweet release right there, my yeah. friends. There you go. Talk about music. There you go. <laughs> Just one oh. track for now. We got four more. Mark's co- assessing. There we go. Check it out. We Mark, got four more songs Mark, coming out. In a we really, while. we really you hope guys, you dig sorry, it. Yeah, man. this is us. So, so explain your sound to me. Um, it's like rock and roll, but a little hard. You know, we, the drums keep it kind of metal-esque, you know, and um, we like to scream, not scream, but we like to, you know, get rowdy on the microphone, and we keep it groovy the whole time, and just good rock and roll music. You guys are in the right seat. So are you guys out of Rhode Island, Massachusetts? Um, North Attleboro, Attleboro. North Attleboro, Attleboro? Yeah. All right, so the co-founder of Midday Records, Davey, he's oh, yeah. really the brains behind everything. Yeah, we he, love uh, Dave. He likes our band a lot. He actually came out of, uh, he was from the Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really good friends with his brother in high school, so I know Dave, definitely. I was uh, really good friends with his brother in high school. I know Dave pretty well. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. Davey is, um, he was in a band called Fall From Grace back in, <laughs> back in the 90s, and they were like huge, heavy sound, and, yeah. and so it's, you're in the right seat, buddy. <laughs> well, there we go, dude. Bob, Mark, thank you very much, Mark. We appreciate that, man. Hey, I got to go do some more schmoozing, and hey, Jackson. I hey, it's some more Jax is here. Jax is here. I didn't even recognize you. you. You smiled at me earlier. I didn't recognize your hair. She's so pretty. She's got purple hair tonight, man. She's, <laughs> she's looking good. She's nailing it. I can't even hear you guys. I don't have headphones on. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys. This has been an awesome night. You guys are awesome. No problem. Hey, thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, we've met a lot of good people tonight, Go no doubt. We've had a lot of good shit. Yeah, we've smooshed the shit out of these people. No Mark, doubt. you're stealing all my questions, man. This is my question. Sorry. I love you guys. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, thanks, hey, Mark. Thanks, we Mark. love you too, bro. Yeah, Mark's the man, dude. Mark rolls, looking swab. Should I hijack this while Jimmy's in the bathroom? Jimmy's yeah, in the bathroom, so we're going to have Jack you know he doesn't Sounds let good. me on the show. No, he doesn't. Why? So Why? I'm just going to take over until he shows up. Go for it. So, Pretend uh, you're Jimmy. Yeah, well, well uh, so Tom, what did we prepare for this? We didn't prepare because it's on the floor. Jimmy's here. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Jimmy's here. <laughs> He's been standing there yeah. the whole time. Damn, Jimmy's here. <laughs> you should have seen his face. It was like the grudge or something. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like standing behind him with All a right, knife. Well, like, like, watch it back out. to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> So hey, beautiful. Let's do the show. So if you don't mind me asking, did you like go to like North Attleboro High School or Attleboro High School? I went to Attleboro High School. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So you so went to Attleboro. What year did you graduate? 2011. Oh, oh you're a young guy. I went 2005. Oh, shit. We're both I met some cool. people here who graduated in 2003. Oh, man. So oh, I felt shit. young until I met yeah. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry about it, bro. You don't look a day over 21, man. <laughs> Wait, no, not a day over 21. I didn't get caught. Oh, never mind. That's not Nope. <laughs> Cut that, Jimmy. Hey, hey, welcome back, Jimmy. Nice yeah, to see you, Jimmy. man. You nice to see you. Well, where'd you go to the bathroom or I something? I had to piss so bad. There you go. There he you was go. jacking off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just get, I get so excited. Podcasting. Hey, it's all. I've rubbed one off twice since we've been sitting down. So don't worry about it. Something we call the the sweet release. <laughs> exactly. Yes, the sweet release. Precisely. Exactly. Don't be shy, my friend. So, so where did the name come from? The sweet release. Where, where did that it took from? so long to come up with it. We went oh, through yeah. so many. Like at first, I don't know if you guys like the Rolling Stones, but we love the Rolling Stones, and oh, they yeah. have a song called "The Tumbling Dice." So we were the Tumbling Dice for a little while. Then we became Highway 61, and then we were the sweet release. So yeah, yeah. Dude. It took a while, but you got there. You yeah, got we the got there, release. no doubt. Yeah, but we, we finally got a sweet release and came up with the name. I had no <laughs> anything with the name. I kind of just saw them playing at an open mic, and I was jamming the fuck out. This kid's gnarly, dude. He like <laughs> like he'll do like a scream, stand back, and fucking look like he's possessed, like shaking, and it's the coolest fucking thing. And I was like, what? So I was like, let me play bass. <laughs> <laughs> let me play bass. If you let me play bass, this will be all right. <laughs> Yo, let me play bass. Right? This is our first interview, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this is We're fun. Awesome. You guys are great. Well, to talk, uh, Jim, we appreciate you, you, guys oh, guys are, you guys should come by the, you know, and be on the show. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Oh, like a, a full, full You guys are that local. Would be awesome. Hell yeah. We're offering to a lot of local people Bum. to just come by the awesome. studio. He runs a studio in, yeah. in Attleboro. There you awesome. go. This is where we typically podcast from. So, yeah, you cool. guys should come by Strip for a full Fuck Yeah. Strip Well, if you guys want we can cut to one of your tunes so if you yeah. want to tee one up cool. for us sure yeah, absolutely um, the CD? cd there it is it's in here 
Yeah, let's grab one. I think Mark took the one you tried to give to me. Hey, that's good, though. We want him <laughs> no, to no, take no, no, that no. shit, so no <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> here you go, bro. We get the hookup. Hey, Yo, so. hey, Mark, give me that back. Yeah, Mark, come here, Mark. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. He's a good dude. Yo, oh, this, he's a good dude. This song's called Bottles and Models. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hard rock. It's uh, probably, we're guessing, probably going to be our single, yeah? Probably. That one, or we have another one called So Bad. Both yep. of those are pretty poppy, yep. so... Dude, our yeah. track listing, you ready? We got So Bad, Bottles and Models, We Fuck You, Drugs and Sex, and The Black House. <laughs> Can you take a guess at what The Black House is about? What's uh, the opposite of The Black House? The White House. Well, let the me white guess. House. Yeah. <laughs> so what is The so White boom. House when it's black? <laughs> boom. boom. No, I'm just kidding. But I, still. W- I went to some really wrong places with The Black House. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's why okay. I was rotating in my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, like, there could have been a lot of us. Can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say that. Are you talking about Black Vagina? Oh. Is that what you were talking hey, about? There's nothing wrong with that. Close. I enjoy Black Vagina. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that shit. Love that shit. Yeah, dude. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. All right, so. Yeah, let's do it. What's Bottles and Models about? Um, it kind of makes fun of rap, but I like rap, you know, so it doesn't really fully make fun of rap, but it just makes fun of music nowadays because there's a lot of obscenities in it and the, there's really no more meaning to it other than party, you know, but that just seems what all songs are about nowadays and it's stupid because you should be, it should be a bit more in depth, you know what I mean, and just go out and fucking party and shit. That's, I mean, that's fun, but like, let's talk about some real shit. So we just kind of make fun of that in this song. <laughs> Great. All right. So this is the sweet release with yeah. bottles and models. Yeah. Or bottles and models. Everybody, the man of the hour. Davey. So, what's up? Did you just cover our business card, you son of a bitch? You I was already knocking it over, a, so I just kind of... The king of networking. Away. You son of a... There it is. I put it back up. Boom. So, as, as hey, a, as a, so we got both. We've got the Midday Records crew over here. Yeah, you have, you have me. Oh. No. <laughs> oh. But, but his name tag 
I have a name tag. He has a name uh, And a suit. Yeah. I don't well, know, man. Yeah. Mark's looking real sharp, dude. I look great for radio, I, I, I? I'm holding back. <laughs> so, so how's, look how's at that the gone? size of this thing. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, what I was saying, I was just, what I was just about to say until uh, it was ahead, rude, so rudely interrupted yeah, is that, yeah. you know, the, the day job I have and, and Davey's, Davey's becoming a lawyer, by the way. He's, he's, he's going to law school right now. And the neat thing is, I, I, the great thing about this event tonight was that while Davey does, the, 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 you know, the lion's share of all the promotion and getting this going, I got to say, this was the biggest event we've had by far. The midday social this time was the biggest by far. Yeah, and and we have to tip our hats to the artists because so yeah. much of the, the of the of the promotion and the pushing this was was done by the artists. We, you yeah. know, the, the midday records doesn't have the bandwidth that, that it once did. We, Davies now Davies in his first year of law school. If anyone doesn't know, that is literally the hardest year of any schooling I think on the planet. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna so, say I'm gonna say yeah, just so I sound like the man. I'm like, oh yeah, it's <laughs> no, but so hard. Absolutely. So absolutely. so speaking of law, where the hell's Tony tonight? Uh, besides he's floating in around Flo- in the Caribbean. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Caribbean. But the funny time. thing is, we just saw him at the uh, New England Music Awards yeah. last weekend. Yeah, and so he, he just flew up for that and then flew right back. Well, down. he told me there. He's like, oh, by the way, I can't make it. I'm gonna be like sunbathing or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been looking at all his pictures. Nude sunbathing. On, yeah, like, me too. Yeah. So. Uh, so you've talked about before about uh, really expanding the midday social and making it a whole weekend event. Yeah. Is that still something you you know are yeah, aspiring I, to? I my goal, our goal with the next one would be um, to get it a little bit more uh, national. So instead of just like local regional stuff, um, get um, South by Southwest reps here, Reverb Nation reps here, other festivals, just so there's more opportunities for Rhode Island and, and, and Boston artists, uh, and then ultimately. It would be a full weekend event where we do the networking, we do shows across the city, uh, we do workshops, you know, make it a big festival. Yeah, a festival slash, like, big event, because they do stuff like that uh, all over, you know, Boston, Rhode Island for any kind of thing you're interested in, right? Architecture, right. Well, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Boston, so Boston has a lot of events, and we played an event in Satellite Fall in Delaware where they do, like, a music conference. And it's the same idea. It's a full weekend where they do workshops and networking events, and then in the evenings they have shows. Uh, so yeah. ultimately, we'd like to do that by the end of the year here in Providence. So the midday conference. Uh, yeah, we can call it that, right, Marcus? I'm not a businessman. I'm a <laughs> businessman. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jay Z. I didn't make that up. Yeah, I, I, that was the same. That sounded a little <laughs> like, familiar to me. I did. I'm not that clever. <laughs> but no, it, it's the the conferences. I think that's just he the next logical step. He no, come know. on. What are we talking about? We've been talking uh, about this what? since last social. Oh. I was talking about this last social. You were talking at me. <laughs> this guy's like a the married Hey, guys. You what? In public? You want to do this? You want to do this right now? <laughs> this is going across the internet. You always hit me. <laughs> guys, why do you hurt me so much? You always hit me. The, the truth is, if we were going to do it, the planning starts now. Yeah. Because to do something for even the end of the year takes easily six or seven months planning. Oh, for sure. For that big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're going to be pulling in lots of big reps, that's right. going to take some time. Especially on the yeah, national you, level. You probably have to get like hotel blocks and shit like that too, right? Well, well, that's, that's good because you can work out deals with the hotels. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the good news is during our travels, we've had the... Um, we've been fortunate enough to meet people like, you know, the, the president of... The founder of Reverb Nation. Oh, I thought you were going to say the president of the United States. The president of the United States. And he supports Midday Records. Mr. But, Barack Obamacare. No, but, but Lou at Reverb Nation is, is you know, is friendly with us. And, and um, you know, things like that. It's, it's been nice during our travels to, to be able to meet um, people who can actually help support the event. Um, we've, and we've actually been holding off and inviting them out. Because I, I didn't want to invite somebody from Reverb Nation out to have like 50 or 60 people here. But now that the event's growing, there's going to be oh, two, yeah. three, four hundred people. Now I can say, hey, Lou, come on out. It's worth the travel for them to come out and have, you know, people from all over Providence, Boston, and New Hampshire. And I think we have some New Jersey, New York people here tonight, too. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of people from Attleboro come on the show today. Yeah, Did you really? Say. Yeah. Nice. A lot. Last time, none. This time, four, five. It's been awesome. We just met, what, what was that, uh, the Sweet Release? Yeah. Oh, are they here? They're here. Yeah, Dave's friends with them. Yeah. Began. He's good friends uh, with those guys. Began. The old Began. You know, it's funny, because he said, I know I know Davey's brother. I'm like, I didn't want to correct him that Davey doesn't Whoa. have a brother. 
No, really? I didn't want to. Yeah, no, he thought he was talking about David, not Dave. Oh, B. okay. Good. So I mean, okay. For everybody listening, Dave Began is also in the band, and he was confusing Davey with David. So I, I didn't want to correct him. I was like, David doesn't have a brother. <laughs> okay. right I was gonna have David Began come on and talk about his project, but he's running the DJs. Davey's DJ D- David. I just did it myself. Say it'll happen to the best of us. Uh, Davey's off being important. Hey, hey, it was nice talking to you, Davey. Anyways. Hey, have um, a good one, Davey. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, he's already gone. Oh, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, we were talking about... We're talking about vegan. Vegan. David Vegan. We are talking about the Midday Social and expanding it, and you met the guy from Reverb Nation. Yeah, so it, it actually was... It's a funny story, because we were sitting there in Philadelphia. There was a street fight that were happened. Were you eating a cheesesteak? Actually, yes, I was. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I made him... I We were in we were in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and we were going to drive back home, and I was like, dude, let's go to Philadelphia for like a half an hour. He's like, no, I'm going to get home. I was like, no. We're getting a cheesesteak. We're getting a cheesesteak. So I brought him to Philadelphia. He's like, all right. Was it worth it? It was worth it. And you don't, you don't call it a... I, I made the mistake of calling it a steak and cheese down there, and I almost got murdered. I almost got <laughs> murderized. They, yeah, they did not like it. You, If you call it a steak and cheese, they're like, what? Where are you from? I know, right? They call you. It's a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's a. Wait, what do we call it? It's a grind. It's a steak and cheese grinder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we were down there, and there was a there was a street fight happening on South Street, and and the people in, in the uh, in the restaurant were like, hey, listen, you guys got to hang out here. Last time this happened, there was gunshots, so just hang out in the back. <laughs> so we're like, all right, cool. And so we were hanging out, and all of a sudden this guy was just kind of hanging out, and you know, I. I it's kind of my personality to strike up a conversation with people. And so I struck up a conversation with this guy. I started laughing. And next thing you know, yeah, I'm Lou from, yeah, I'm the founder of Reverb Nation. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Wow. Nice chance meeting. And so, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It's been, and it was a blast. So Lou has been in touch with us. He's a really, really good guy, really supportive of the music scene. You know, the project that Davey and I are, are, are recording with you. Um, www.turbulentstudios.com Yeah. Um, we actually, Lou made us his Artist of the Week. Reverb Nation Artist of the Week, and so our our Reverb Nation stock went skyrocketing, and, and yeah, we were the number amazing. one indie rock group out of New, out of Boston, and for a little while it was really cool. So he's he's big supporter of the music scene. Um, there's a few bands that they help push in, in Jersey and Philly and in New York that are just doing so well. So it'd be good to get his support for for our, for our future events. And then you know we've had um, you know Red Bull Records reach out to us in the past. They're very supportive. Um, and, and Davey handles all that stuff. He's really good at it. Oh, hey there. It's, oh, I'm getting a massage. Oh, a, a bald head massage from, from my guitar player. <laughs> that was nice. Very nice. That should happen more often. Anyways. That looked like a treat, by the way. That looked like a treat. So have you guys been here literally just talking extemporaneously literally all night? Yes. Yeah. I've, I really haven't moved from this chair besides to go and buy some alcohol. I went and took a corner. piss at one point. Nobody noticed. Oh. Yeah, Jack's just filled in for him. I have to go to the bathroom soon. Don't, you can't do it. No, all right, well. There's not enough people here. I can't just have a one-on-one conversation with Mark. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, see you later. What, what are we talking so, about? I'm so, having a good time. You, you're, doing, no. you're doing stuff? <laughs> so I'm having a good time. No, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, everybody's too young to understand that reference. I, I hope not. Actually, that movie came out when I was six. Really? Oh, were we that young? Yeah. We were that. 1993, I believe, is the year on Wayne's World. Wow. I remember getting it from McDonald's. <laughs> In the VHS. Yes. Yep. Wait, what? McDonald's had this thing where, like, they were doing VHSs. I don't know if it came with... I don't think it came with a That was a good business plan. Yeah. (laughs) That one really worked out. VHS was an awesome investment. That McDonald's place is going nowhere, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, they can recover from an investment like that. Yeah, that's true. I think. I wonder how many faux pas they've had. Plenty, but they're fine. Yeah. Anyways, hey, guys... I'm going to go do some schmoozing here. I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, man. Schmooze it out. Networkers Network. we got the most dangerous men alive playing right now. They, they were uh, the runners-up at the compete for the Midday Social Performance. Award. I don't know. We're going to work on that name. But these guys are runners-up. They, they are... Uh, they're, they're, they're a blast. If you get a chance to check them out, mid, uh, mid-day. 
Wow. Uh, most dangerous men alive. Anyways, hey, thank you guys for having me. Thank it's good you, to see Mark. you again. Oh, thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming out and supporting the Midday Social. Always. We heard you. <laughs> Dude, that guy grabbed my wiener.